living the extreme. nothing anyway. <laughs> uh, I, I'm the guy that Jericho steals all his fucking material from, so uh, one of these days I'm going to go public and tell him he stole my material from me like 1996, and he's still stealing it. To this very day. I think he is. I mean, clearly no, nobody's going to believe me. <laughs> Everybody's going to go, oh yeah, that's right. I can do it. I told Chris Jericho that this is how you should do it. You should, um, I think what I told him was to be like Paul Stanley. Mm-hmm. But that's before he understood the Paul Stanley approach to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you have to attack the crowd, attack the crowd. Say, yeah, you know, and be everything you don't, everything they don't want you to be. Oh, believe me. I, I'll never, I'll never get the credit that I deserve <laughs> from this. <laughs> I'll never get it, but I, it, it doesn't matter because to me, I, I know, I, I know, you know, mm-hmm. like I taught Raven, not, not that I taught Raven, I gave Raven a lot of great ideas. Like he would have never, ever, have ever said on TV, on national TV, for mind you. The moss covered three handle family credential. <laughs> he would have never have said that if it wasn't for me telling him how I watched the Grinch until Christmas because he had never seen it. He'd never seen it, and he stole it like it was a you know. Maybe I <laughs> how, could be a writer. How does someone go their whole life and never see the how the Grinch stole Christmas? Well, I have no idea how Raven <laughs> lives his life, and and nor nor do I want to know. I'm sure there's naked guys involved. Has to be right. Has, has to, to has to be. Where the fuck is my brother at? Your brother's sticking up time. the joint. Are He's like you? fucking Bob Sweethand in the Southwest. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Come on, enough already. Can you can't you find another baby face? <laughs> Bob Sweethand, I'm telling you. Isn't he the one that was also turned out he was a pedo? Is that yeah, the guy I'm thinking of? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, him and Buck Zumhoff. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, no last what, name said. What a fucking, what a fucking lineup. Yeah, that's the guy. <laughs> I'm still trying to find somebody who has some. I'm missing like uh, eighty, some like eighty four Southwest. If you know anybody that has it, eighty. See, I don't know. I honest to God don't know anybody that has anybody, per, one person that has footage. I found a guy on YouTube that has like 85 through 88, a lot of it. but And I've seen some 82, but yeah, I haven't seen a lot of either 83 or 84 myself. Uh, I, I've seen enough, but I just, 
I just want to see more. I just want to see. I want to see more of the spoiler. <laughs> I just bought. I just bought like five years worth of Georgia. You know, that's a territory, honestly, that I have not seen a lot of. So I just bought like five years worth of that that I'm going to start. Just watching. now? I was actually mentioning that. I was going to. You mentioned last week when we were doing the show that you had, like, you made tape, like tapes of just uh, stupid shit. You know, like <laughs> bad stuff. That uh, like bad wrestling and bad promos and stuff like that. Do you have any of that stuff laying around, dude? I have everything. Nothing goes away. Because <laughs> I would love, to see, I would love to see one of those. All right, so you want one of my wrestling's cheapest matches? Yes, yes, that's what it was. I gotta make that for you. I got plenty of them. Aaron's not answering me, so I say we just go ahead and go. Or unless you want to try and wait for well, him longer. I know you probably watch. It's not our fault that Aaron don't know how to fucking work. He he can't get his prepaid. What, what's he right down there at the at the uh, giant getting a two liter of grape soda? <laughs> trying to get and online. Trying to get twenty minutes prepaid <laughs> on his Nokia his Nokia brick phone. To get on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what what's trying to do? I think Aaron's the lemon head. What do you think? At this point, solid lemon head. <laughs> well, we're discussing, we're going to be discussing the episode of ECW from July the 5th, 1994 this week. As you have heard, we've have been already having a little conversation. Chad Austin and myself, I am Nate Maxson. We're waiting on Aaron to show up. But we decided to get this show rolling without him, and I'll see what the hell's going on with him. But um, I, I was going to let him make the announcement on the show, but since he's not here, yes, he did the poll, Chad, as you saw, whether or not Dory Funk is a lemonhead. And uh, actually, Aaron won. The, uh, the, the viewers, the listeners voted, and they voted that Dory Funk is indeed a lemonhead. Yeah, but he had like... Like four people. It was Archie Mitchell under different addresses. There you go. I got it in. Archie Maxson, Aaron Mitchell, all these yeah, yeah. different names. <laughs> there he is. Aaron, we started without you. Well, you, I never got a link. And you said three, you said seven fucking 30. Are you 7 30? Well, anyway. <laughs> Aaron, are you just now joining us? Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. What are we doing? I mean, I'm glad you take it seriously. <laughs> I mean, you know. Well, the, the, we the, are... The, 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 the half a dozens of listeners that listen to this, they're waiting for you. You're the star. For no, I'm not. So what are we talking yeah, about? I mean... Well, we, we, were, we were just discussing the results of the Lemonhead uh, voting. Oh, yeah. Dory's a Lemonhead. It's official. Eight people. No, I, I think I think the poll is a little skewed. I, I don't. I, I think it, I think you. I think you uh, intimidated the jurors on that. Yep. One. We also came to the conclusion that Aaron Maxson, Archie Mitchell, Archie Maxson, and Aaron Mitchell all voted. That uh, I didn't even vote. <laughs> isn't um isn't Archie Mitchell in top flight? <laughs> isn't he the one that like Tony Schiavone goes? Oh my God, Archie Mitchell! Not him. Nah, nah, not the same guy. You're close though. I don't think there's a lot of flight involving Archie. <laughs> well, like I said, folks, the episode of ECW we are reviewing this week is July the fourth, nineteen ninety four, and uh, we come out of last week's show. Last week they were hyping a match between Sabu and Chad Austin. We're going to see that on this show, and uh, much, much more. We start the show with the Funks and the public uh, hype for the Public Enemy Funks match, Barbed Wire, July 16th at the ECW Arena. And then they show a promo with Terry and Lemonhead putting over ECW in the mid-ring 
Actually, Terry puts over ECW and Dory puts over Terry. Yeah. I mean, how do you not put over a territory like that, right? Especially a burgeoning territory that at this point, I think Terry's kind of committed. You know, he, he sees what he sees and he's. Oh, yeah. I mean, Terry, Terry was committed until the very end. As far as I know. You know, I don't know shit, but I, as far as I know, he was committed to the very end. And Dory was just like, that's right. Hey, that's my brother, Terry. That's my brother, Terry. <laughs> oh, my God, man. That was a, that was, I mean, didn't I say it on the last week's show when they announced it? That this was a highlight of my life, my career? He's like a corpse. Like, not, no. Oh, yeah, he wasn't just like a corpse. For me to walk up to him in the locker room and be like, you know, you get that limp-handed wrestler shake you know mm-hmm. and you're like no that's his real life shake marty's that's lifting it. his arm up to shake your hand <laughs> yeah that's about all you're gonna get aaron any words on this promo here or this clip yeah. of a promo anyway it just shows the that even though two guys can come from the same sack how different they can be i mean i mean if you did put nori and terry together and you didn't know they were brothers you wouldn't know they were brothers i think like like two completely different people. At least not in 1994, you wouldn't. I mean, I can't. I I wasn't alive in the 70s, so I can't speak to the 70s. But especially, oh, I've seen a, I've seen a lot of the 70s. In, in the 70s, um, how would you say this? I guess in today's terms, uh, Terry was the guy that would flop around, but Dory mm-hmm. was the guy that would just come in and be like, "Now, now, you know, this is <laughs> over. You know, we're getting serious now. You know, right." So Dory was the shooter. Terry was the entertainer, I guess. Yeah, because he was in Japan, you know? Mm-hmm. He's got to entertain them fucking, I'm not going to say it, but, you know. <laughs> as, they say, as, they, as they chant, telly, telly, telly. <laughs> yeah, he's got to entertain them guys. And so he's doing his thing where he's flopping around like a fish and Dory's coming in. And he's like, oh, fuck all this nonsense. Spinning toe old. Spinning toe old. Headlock. Or, or forearm. It's forearm. Forearm. <laughs> Forearm, forearm, it's all it is. It's forearm, forearm, and then the and then the heels, what, bump out of the ring? Maybe hit him with a lemon headbutt, but other than that, yeah. The lemon Aaron. head again. We're going with the lemon head again. People spoke. Oh, the people spoke. So now all we're going to talk about is the lemon head. Whenever Dory's that's, there. <laughs> that's all this show's going to be about is about the lemon head. The first match on this show is terrible. It is... The public enemy against a team, as they say, a team from the promotion in Florida, Phi Delta Slam. This match is terrible. It's awful. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very emphatic about that because, like, you watch Public Enemy with, say, the Funk Brothers, all right? And the Funk Brothers can probably get something decent out of them. But you put the public enemy in with a team that is just as bad or worse than them. And it really shows the public enemy's flaws. Yeah. Just, All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll wait for you to bear, bury five, Del five, whatever the fuck they were, slam some more. And okay. they sucked. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> I didn't think they sucked. I just think that these, these two teams didn't mesh well. And it was also funny because, uh, like Bill Watts Jr. was like, we'd like to thank Florida, our Florida affiliate for all the information on Pi Delta Slam. But then he didn't know either one of their names. He just kept calling them. Pi Delta Slam. Like he never was well, like, so he got no information on these guys. I'll have you know that I, I'm the guy that put the word in for him. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you were the Florida promotion, huh? Well, I was wrestling down at Pensacola, mm. and I they were they were in the. I mean, you know, an established tag team to the point where you can go like, oh, they had a gimmick, right? 
Right. And I said, well, maybe you might want to call um, Paul and see if you guys could do any business in ECW or whatever. And, you know, these guys didn't know shit from Shinola when it come to, you know, promotion or, or even ECW. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't think I gave him Paul's number. I think I gave him the right way to go. You know what I mean? Right. Set him in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. So blame me. <laughs> you don't blame anybody because they also got another run too um, down in Florida. I, I have remembered seeing their names in the, ma- the that name in the magazines or whatever. But if I ever saw this this in ECW, I don't remember, and I don't think I've ever seen any of the footage of them from Florida. Um, I just I don't I just think it went too long. Like if there was ever a time for ECW to use clips, like this would have been it. Like just like, if there was any time for the ECW to use clips, yeah, like clip a match up. This would be the one. Like there was some good stuff in it, but other than that. Like, <laughs> It just dragged, I think. Well, I mean, do you think it was a, it was a possible chance that they were trying to showcase, you know, Phi Delta, whatever the fuck their name is, Hams? As a possibility? Because, I mean, they are at this point still just uh, promotion throwing stuff against the wall to see what works. So, well, you yeah. know, you know, ECW probably ran, like, the night before because they weren't going to bring the, um, whatever their names are, they weren't going to bring them in just for one night. Like, you know, at the arena, there's no chance they were doing that. So they must have had at least two nights of, of, um, of shows playing. So the one, they can get a look at them and the two that they can just figure out, all right, well, no, it ain't going to work. Right. (laughs) You're getting getting the pit bulls or the moon dogs, you know, or what, you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Or whatever. The the t- the public enemy wins this match with a drive by, and then I mean during the match, uh, Willie Scoops says uh, the public enemy are hoodie to the bone, and there is a slight we want funk chant during the match. But like I said, public enemy wins with a drive by, and then we go into and Aaron. I don't think you were here yet when I said this, but in my notes here I have a Tommy Cairo promo with peaches, and I wrote down. Is she smoking a Virginia Slim? Because it was the longest cigarette I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, I put that on there. I just wrote it. I just said Tommy lights her Virginia Slim. Yeah, like, did, didn't like three people smoke that cigarette? I think somebody else didn't like Raven or somebody else afterwards grab it and smoke it. <laughs> I was like, it's the same cigarette. They're just passing it around. It's a Virginia real Slim. They show a bunch of footage of the rivalry of Tommy Cairo and Sandman. And as we kind of mentioned last week, this rivalry has jumped the shark um, to me personally. Um, but nothing really to write home about the promo unless you guys had any notes on it. No, every well, clip was just Tommy Cairo getting beat with a stick seven times in a row. He just keeps getting beat with the stick. It sounds like you were getting beat with a stick. What was that all about? <laughs> the door. The door? Yeah. Where do you live in your in a garage? <laughs> what was that? Are you saving aluminum cans? Got to eat somehow. <laughs> All right, I'm just asking. I'm not. I'm not judging. <clears throat> after this, uh, after this whole deal, like I said, recapping this, the now long drawn out feud between the Sandman and and uh, Tommy Cairo. We see the same video they showed last week, showing clips of Sabu and then clips of Chad in action. Fucking that's right. And then uh, we get another video showing us that next week it's going to be ta- the Tasmaniac against Superfly Jimmy Snuka. Well, the one the world's been waiting for. And they're going to try to outshadow us. Come on. Bunch of savages. <laughs> I know. I mean, seriously. Come on. <laughs> they're they're going to put on a 
they're going to put on a Savoldi classic and, and they're going to try to push me and Sabu aside? I don't think so. Me and Sabu had a, we had a. Oh, I'm sorry. I was a toilet. <laughs> is that a commentary on the match? <laughs> yeah, that was our match. Yeah, we had a classic. Well, we are going to get to that here in a few. Um, but up next, the the Pitbull number two is going to face Mikey Whipwreck. And uh looks Oof. like Aaron is frozen there. We have no Aaron at the moment. But we're going to continue talking about this thing. Well, uh, I'm not even sure if I even, if I even saw the whole thing. Was that a real match? Yeah, well, yeah. And uh, to be honest, one of the funny things I wrote down here was, because I know we talked about, I think we talked about in the past that, or at least you let me know, because I didn't know, that uh, before this, Pitbull number two had spent some time, you know, incarcerated. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, I mean, that's not anything anybody's going to not know. Well, Billy or Will, Will Willie Watts says here that uh, the Pitbull has been re- has been in Germany for three years wrestling. That's what that's what he says. The Pitbull number two has been in Germany wrestling. Um, nice cover up, I guess. And then we get into the match, and I thought the match. Well, was- no, that's not that. That's not necessarily wrong. Okay, I mean because uh, because both of them Pitbulls spent most of their time in Germany and I have no idea why why Anthony got locked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I have no idea why Anthony got locked up. But yeah, but Gary spent another uh at least another year and a half in Germany. So that that's not a work. Okay. Um yeah I thought I thought that uh I thought that Willie Watts was just saying that as an excuse for why the Pitbull number two hadn't come along yet when Pitbull number one came into ECW. I thought he was trying to say that Pitbull number two had been in Germany for three years wrestling. Um, well, personally, I think Pitbull number two was probably still incarcerated. Yeah, yeah, I put that in my notes too. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I, I, that's what I think. I, I think he was getting out soon, <laughs> and, well, is, and wrestling was his only like, you know, only avenue. You know, I, I mean, you know, I guess you would say that, right? Only yeah. avenue or mm-hmm. only salvation or however you say it, wrestlers' terms. <laughs> because yeah, because that's that's about what's that 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 saved his life for a few years. For a few years, um, well, you can't you can't fucking teach everybody, man. <laughs> the pitbull number two and Mikey here with, I mean, and again, this is effective. Pitbull number two looks like a beast, and Mikey's great at selling, getting the shit beat out of him here as they're having this matchup. Um, any notes from you guys on this one in general? No, I thought it was I thought it was exactly what you should have been right. Aaron? Yeah, Aaron. I don't know. Something's happening with my. No, you stink. You just had no opinion. But I thought the match, like Mikey, did a good job. Uh, I have an opinion. I think my. I think. Oh, this, I see. This match, like him coming out, like like when he was coming out and slapping hands with the fans and still looking nervous. He even kind of sold when a fan slapped him on the back as he was coming out. He was like, <laughs> "Ow, like that hurt." You know, like I just this was the first time where I really like. I think Mikey's finally starting to come into that even better into that role that he's in. Mm-hmm. Constantly looks huh? like he's constantly looks like he's stressed out. <laughs> yeah, looks like an unmade bed. His belt fits loose. He constantly looks like he's stressed out going to the ring. I wish somebody would just beat me. Well, don't you think that's yeah. the way he's supposed to look? Yes, and it's great. Like it's really good stuff. I think. Yeah, like I've always said, that would have been me. But I would have. I probably would have did. I. I don't know. I'm not saying I would have did it the same way he did it, but I probably would have did it a bit, a bit different. 
mm-hmm. because I wasn't a comic book kind of guy mm-hmm. like Mikey was or is or, or whatever still is. Right. But um, I wouldn't have went that route with that like little dragon shirt that he wears. I probably would have found some shirt that says I'm a jobber. Something something to that effect. <laughs> just, just to let everybody know, you know, just mm-hmm. to let everybody know, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm a jobber. <laughs> Be a little more obvious about it. <laughs> yeah, why not? I'm here for the I'm here for the seventy five bucks, man. Mm-hmm. And if I happen to sl- if I happen to uh, uh, what do I say accidentally pin somebody for a title, so be it. I get a hundred bucks. <laughs> well, that's when you take your shirt off and throw it on the guy. Hack Myers, fuck you. <laughs> I fucking beat you, Stevie Richard. Beat you, um, Harvey Ernesto. Beat you, some fucking Puerto Ricano kid, whatever his name was. Beat Tony him. Stetson. Tony Stetson beat you. Fuck, I beat him. Yeah, Tui Tsunami. Gino Caruso. Well, I don't know if I beat him. <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to go there. I'm he not tried. Go crazy he, he, tri- he tried the. He tried the head scissors and he ran away. Right. The super sack. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> he caught a flying head scissors in the corner. And I said, "Nope." <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> I dumped him right over the buckle. Is he able to do a leapfrog? Without injuring anybody, I don't know. We gotta, we gotta ask. Um, uh, who, who's the guy you wrestled the most? Um, one of them guys that did like four gimmicks on the show. Dino Sendoff. No, before him. Um, what's the guy? No, I mean it'll come to me, and I'll, I'll post it in the group. The guy's name, but yeah, it was somebody he would work like four times. They would all wear mask gimmicks. He'd be a Russian assassin number four. Gino Caruso would be. He got a ten match card. Four guys are working. Yeah. <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a tag team battle royal. And there's like four teams. Come on. Yeah. I, I worked. I worked so many of them shows. Like, what am I doing? I have to go. I have to go out again. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Oh, no. Well, after you're done here, you have to go back out for the battle royal. There's a battle royal. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I get lost in that shit. But yeah. That, but I still love that shit. Classic indie wrestling, nothing like it. <laughs> um, during the during this match, there's a spot um, where, <clears throat> excuse me, Pitbull throws Mikey on the top on the top rope to the outside. Mikey hits the rope, bounces to the outside, and then Jason and Pitbull one um, do the old double team job on Mikey outside the ring. Um, and then for the finish, Mikey actually ducks a clothesline and hits Jason. And then that, 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 excuse me, that promotes Jason and Pitbull number one to come into the ring in a three-way beat down. And again, Mikey, once again, happenstance retains the television title. Well, what else are you going to do? You can't You're have not going to beat the, you yeah, ain't you beating the Pitbulls, are you? <laughs> no, especially in that Pitbull two and it's pretty much first televised match in ECW. Pitbull two? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I think it was because I think all we've seen him do so far is a run in. Yeah, he ran in at the farmer's market. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've seen him. I've seen him do that double power bounce. I mean, power bomb thing like a million times, but I don't know if that was in a tag team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Aaron, what did you think of this match overall? It did what it was supposed to do, and it furthered the storyline with um, um, Taz with the pit bulls because Taz comes out on the end to try to save. Um, Mike. Ends up getting beat down. So yeah, he gets beat up for his troubles <laughs> and saving Mikey. He got beat up for his troubles. <laughs> like, yeah, if I was a guy in the locker room, I would never be a guy who would run out there. Yeah, like, yeah, fuck that shit. You got your own. Pro- I got my own problems. <laughs> yeah, 
as Dora Butcher's mauling some guy on TV. And they go like, we need jobbers, jobbers, hurry up, go out there. And then you get these guys wearing just pants. No shirt, nothing, you know. Or a guy wearing a shirt, no pants. And they, they get out there and they're trying to stop a door butcher, you know, like, come on, dude. That <laughs> guy with shirt, no pants, I like it. <laughs> yeah, look at him. I mean, Gordon Soley. And Gordon Soley's like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Here comes the brigade, and we we have the pants and the no pants brigade. I don't know whose cheeks those are, but he needs to head back to the back. Yeah, I don't know about that either. Watch out for that fork if it's Abdullah the Butcher, too, by the way. Got no pants. He's coming out to hit the swanky Archie. Say Archie Mitchell? I already gave Archie a plug. (laughs) Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, that definitely is enough, Archie Mitchell. Up next here on the show, we get a promo from Paul E. Dangerously hyping the match coming up between Shane Douglas and Sabu on July the 16th at Heat Wave. Um, Of course, because you want to sound relevant at the time, he's got to bring up the O.J. Simpson trial and how that's been preempting all the TV shows. Um, And he also basically says that he would gladly put the... OJ in the gas chamber. Yeah, sure. ECW stops getting preempted. Well, I've already I've already told you on previous shows how that whole entire rundown went. So I have no idea how the show impacted the ECW Arena show. That's that's. I mean, it drew right, right. So, I mean, are you are you making an excuse for the reason why it drew so well? Are you saying? Are you saying? We still drew, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nate? Is it, that it, what you're saying? I think so. Yeah. You know, he's essentially saying despite everything, we're doing well, but I would gladly uh have OJ put in the gas chamber so my show doesn't get preempted again, which I don't think ECW would again be getting preempted for the OJ trial anyway, wouldn't it? It was it wasn't like it was on weekdays at four. It was it was on what like Saturday Tuesday night at midnight or something. Chad, you would probably know better than I would. No, it was on all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was it was on twenty four seven on a channel. I don't know what channel, but it was on a channel. <laughs> Not sure which channel, but it was on a channel. <laughs> no, it was. It was. It was definitely on a channel. I mean, what, I mean, back. Well, you know what? What are you saying? Thirty years ago. Yeah. Like, what was the channel? It, it's probably Court TV, maybe. Possibly? Oh no, 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 no! I'm sorry. I meant, I meant, I meant ECW. ECW. What? Like, was it? Wasn't ECW on? Like at midnight, sometime it wasn't. It wasn't like ECW was on in the afternoon, right? Well, it depends on what what where you were at. Like I hear this shit all the time, and I always got to be like, I ain't defending it. It's the Sunshine Network, right? They eventually are on the Sunshine Network. Yeah, I don't think they're on the Sunshine Network yet at this point. I think it's just in the in the mid in the uh, in the Northeast. Okay, well then. They're on TV. Yeah, they're on TV. You got to find them. It ain't my fault that nobody watched it. <laughs> I, I, I don't fucking, I don't do the fucking, um, the Nielsen ratings for that shit, for that nonsense. But you know what I mean? I have no yeah. idea. It was probably on, um, if you said it was in Philadelphia, yeah, it was on, uh, I don't know what it is, KL, KL, um, I don't remember the name of the channel was. But it was probably on that, and it was mm-hmm. probably on Sports Channel America. And then if it was on Sports Channel America, then it was automatically syndicated to everywhere else. 
if they right. wanted it. Right. It wasn't like it was an automatic thing. So it was mm-hmm. if they wanted it. And and some of the channels, and I, I know this for a fact, that some of the channels would rather have horse racing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got better they got better ratings than that. I'm like, but it's Hack Myers. You'd Come rather on. watch you rather watch Sea Biscuit than Hack Myers. <laughs> yeah. Apparently some people would. The um the next deal on this show is involving uh, the star of our show, Chad Austin, and the much-hyped match with Sabu. And Sabu doesn't give Chad shit in this match. Not a thing. You guys didn't see my ring entrance, did you? Nope. <laughs> oh, you didn't? No. Oh, you must have went and got a sandwich or a soda. Or blinked. Or, yeah, or maybe you burped. Yeah, not much going on there. Aaron, you want to give your commentary on Chad versus Sabu? Um, They're still doing the gurney gimmick, and I actually still like the gurney gimmick. I think it's... I think it's cool um i like when um sabu used to like dive at people's feet right at the beginning of the matches it made it like seem more um chaotic you know like dive at people's feet yeah like when he'd like like dive down at your feet and like people would have to like jump kind of out of his way and shit like that Ooh. trying to get yeah i thought i liked that um so what do you think about my feet well you didn't get them though so they were pretty quick yeah you leapfrogged him <laughs> I mean, you like feet, right? I'm not saying I like feet. I'm not Tony Atlas. <laughs> well, you say you like feet. I said I like when he dives. At oh, my feet aren't feet. cured enough? They're not manicured? You ever see my feet? That's oh. it. I'm posting them. <laughs> On the We Can't Wrestle web board or the whatever this Reliving the Extreme message board, I'm posting my feet. Archie, get ready. Watch out, Archie. It's The next poll is coming. Ew. Who's got better feet? Me or Archie? <laughs> I'm sure you do, Chad. <laughs> Does he even have feet? <laughs> he has inches and a cane. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> I have a vision in my head. Archie's wobbling around with no feet and a cane. He's got, he's got like just some slippers on. It's play, it's playing the music with the with the penguin from the '60s Batman TV show. And he's walking down to get coffee at a hotel. He's like Kevin Von, or he's like Kerry Von Eric. He never takes his shoes off in front of anybody. <laughs> Why? Because no it reveals that he has no feet. Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you take? I can mean, I can just see somebody like Tony Ellis. Why don't you take your shoes off? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I ain't got no feet. You, you ain't, ain't got, got no, no feet. You ain't got no feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How am I gonna lick them shoes? How you gonna give me a swanky Archie? <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't lick your shoes if you ain't got no feet. Well, this show's gone off the rails. The <clears throat> the match itself here, um, Sabu uh, hits a nasty like Tiger Driver, I think it was on Chad on this thing. Um, that I guess, I guess we should get from the horse's mouth, Chad. What do you remember about this matchup? It wasn't much. Um, Sabu booked it. Like we we were we were never told like what the match was for mm-hmm. or you know what what Paul wanted. Like Paul never like uh, even the offense that I got was edited out and and wasn't even much. Like Sabu mm-hmm. pretty much ate me up. Right? I mean, yeah, because, from what you- <clears throat> sorry, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, from like I said when we when we started this match, or started watching it <clears throat> since I've never seen the unedited. I did. I just figured, oh, well, Sabu gave Chad absolutely nothing on this deal. Yeah, he pretty much ate me up. And um, 
that dive to the table, mm-hmm. he he set me up for that one, man. Because if you realize the table was so close to the to the ring that when he went over, he just cannonballed me. Yeah. Boom. Bam. Through. I mean, it didn't it didn't hurt me, but I knew what he was doing. Trying to, you know, trying to kill me. But I mean, all he did was kill me as a character in ECW. Right. Like, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't do if I couldn't do anything against Sabu, I didn't do anything against Sabu. Or at least what you saw on TV, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and that's my thing is why did they even, and I'm not saying it wasn't, if, if it would have been set up properly, it wouldn't have been worth hyping it, but they're hyping it like it's going to be a competitive match. And it wasn't. And then it wasn't. And yeah. yeah Sabu gave me nothing. So, and, and I, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what Paul's, I mean, I guess, I, I guess I see it because it, it comes out later on in the storyline that, at least I was out there with a guy like Sabu. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I guess that's what they do. Like, because later on, I'll probably wrestle Iron Man, Tommy Cobb. Yes, I don't. And they'll they'll be like, "Oh, there's Chad Austin again." You know, he's back after the beating after the beating he got from Sabu. So that that's the only thing that I can think. You know, mm-hmm. the way they were going at it. And it was the beginning of the Mikey gimmick, right? But I I I wasn't the guy for it. I just wasn't the guy that could commit. To be in there, you know, mm-hmm. I, I like wrestling other places, and, and that's and I like I like doing my own thing, and like wrestling like people like I don't know, um, Lexi Larue, you know, Mickey James for uh, what's her name now, Mickey James, mm-hmm. and and people, you know, just doing shows like that. that that's like, at that age, you know, what I'm saying, right? Fuck, I ain't got time for this, you know. And, and that was that was the infamous. Um, me almost not even having that match. Didn't we talk about this on the show earlier? About how I almost missed that whole entire weekend? Yeah, because you were at your mom's house or whatever? No, I was at a buddy's house. No, buddy's house? Yeah, like, that Sabu match almost didn't happen. I'm thinking, oh, I get to wrestle Sabu. Oh, no, Sabu gets to wrestle me. Yeah, I get, Sabu, I, get to, I get to get wrestled by Sabu. Yeah. Bamboozled by Sabu. Apparently, that's the way this is going to go. But, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I've heard, honestly, guys, I've heard different stories that at, at the time, Sabu was a dick because he thought that I was stealing his shit. And then as years went on, me and Sabu became buddies. And I don't know why me and Sabu became friends. How, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't trying to steal anything. It was more of a, you know. Yeah, but, but it was a, I guess you, it was a time heals wounds kind of thing with you guys. Like, because I can't, I don't know. I can't watch, I can't watch Sabu and watch you and see where Sabu would be justified and that you're trying to steal anything from him. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I don't know. It's his, his oh, character, no, his so character funny. and your, his character and your character are totally different. No, our characters are way different, but I stole plenty. Oh, yeah. I stole the uh, Arabian leg drum. I stole that gimmick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Please. I stole. <laughs> yeah. I stole enough that he could hire an attorney. But, yeah, me and Sabu have became friends, like, since then. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think there's any problem. But yeah, I, I I would love to have I would love to have worked Sabu if Sabu would have given me a chance at the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And be like, all right, let's see what you can do. Work something, yeah, work something at least semi-competitive, because um, that's what I was looking forward to when I went into this, and that's not what I got. 
They were like, this is no. the battle of the high flyers. And it's like, well, only one of them's flying. No, and it wasn't me. Yeah, it's not it's not my fault. I wanted it. I just it just didn't happen that way, man. Mm-hmm. And I, I totally wish it would have. Uh, is it is, is it um, <coughs> one of the um who, who are the mask guys, the destroyers? Well, Sabu does win that match with a uh, a leg drop with a chair to Chad's face, and uh, that's how that ends. Um, Aaron, did you have any other comments on the match before we move along? Nope, just that I'd put that note in there. I thought it was a pile. I thought it was a fucked up pile driver, not a tiger driver or whatever. But yeah, that's the only real note I have from it is that. But super unsafe and savage. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I, I could totally see where you think that it would it would have been bad because Sabu was kind of you know, you know, a little reckless, you know. Yeah. yeah. But like his gimmick was on that pile driver. I remember. I remember watching it when I was doing the replay for it. Is that he left his legs unspread yes. when he did it mm-hmm. you know so he he totally didn't protect my head like at all but my head never hit so he might definitely it definitely have. looked like it. it definitely looked like it did like i was like oh shit <laughs> yeah but he must he must have held he must have just held me a little higher you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. because i mean you guys don't know you, you've never been in the ring but but yeah there's there's a way you can do that but you, you expect you know the guy to set you up for that shit and do it but no he didn't he didn't put his hands down he just dropped me on my on my head sort of speak mm-hmm. but it didn't kill me just thinking maybe sabu called snooka and was like hey i gotta work chad got any uh got any advice it's like yeah brother don't brother don't give him nothing <laughs> that's <laughs> your business, brother don't give him nothing so, so are you saying somewhere in the locker room at some point there's a little scribble on a pad that says don't give him nothing <laughs> and somebody's going to find it years from now and they're going to figure out who it's for and who it's from and then it's well, like I me I don't, I don't know if there's a notepad because I don't know if Jimmy Snuka could write yeah there's I doubt a, it for him there's an illustration with stick figures <laughs> it was a holographic there was a boat <laughs> involved there was a boat involved and all, all of a sudden I don't know you tell me Jimmy Snuka what? Dead women in a hotel room's crazy. Um, I don't know how you, I don't know how you do that on a piece of rock, <laughs> unless you take a piece of rock and you bash some girl over the head with it. I think he did. Maybe an ashtray. I don't know. Um, the, a a kind of cool effect that they did here, having Sabu and Douglas as Shane Douglas is headed towards his well, what's supposed to be a match with Tommy Dreamer. Um, him and Sabu, Douglas and Sabu, pass each other in the aisleway. Um, to kind of hype up their match coming up on the 16th of July. Uh, and then it is supposed to be the ECW champion Shane Douglas here against Tommy Dreamer. And uh, it winds up not being a match at all. I had no idea what that was about at all. Was that just a, like a tease? It, I, I, it, it almost, it, what do I want to say? I felt like they were trying, what they were trying to do, besides giving Shane a, a way to cut up, cut a promo, but they were trying to make Tommy look good because he gets jumped by Mr. Hughes before the match even starts. Shane Douglas knocks the referee down. Mr. Hughes beats up Tommy and gives him the sidewalk slam, and then Tommy kicks out of the sidewalk slam, even though there's not actually a match going on. So I think their intent was to make Tommy look good by kicking out of the sidewalk slam, but it all gets lost in confusion here, really. Oh, all right. That makes more sense. All right. Well, I mean, so Mr. Hughes is still there? Yep. He's still uh, hanging around. 
Good Lord. Yeah, How many yeah. weeks do we got to say this about these guys that are still there? <laughs> We're saying like they have Tommy kick out of the sidewalk slam, even though it wasn't like a actual match. And that's supposed to make him look strong because they're like, oh, he's the first guy to kick out of the sidewalk slam and the Superfly Elite. But then he gets beat up. And then during Shane's entire promo, Shane just stands on him. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Dreamer stinks. He does. I I don't get it. I I don't I don't get it. The whole entire I'm a hardcore baby face. I'll I'll take all that shit till the end. And that I don't I don't think that makes you like you know hardcore. I don't, I don't know. Man, I don't know what the fuck. What are you asking me for? I don't know. I don't work there anymore. Nobody does. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just saying I don't get it. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you, I mean, do you? I get what they're trying to do. I don't know that it. I don't know that it necessarily works. Like, I'll be honest, and, and I mean, we'll talk about it eventually, year, a couple of years from now or whatever when we get there. The only time that I've ever ever been a fan of Tommy Dreamer was when he was feuding with Raven, and that was more because of Raven than it was Tommy Dreamer. Well, we haven't even got there yet, really, no. right? No. No, we're still at least a year off from that. Oh, good night. <laughs> a year off? I think so, because I don't think Raven even comes in till is it mid-95? Well, no, we're going to get there sooner than a year. Oh, I thought I thought he... Okay, all right, I must have... <laughs> please, please tell me we're, <laughs> please tell me we're going to get there sooner than a year. Yeah, because he's not even in WWF in 94, or if he is, it's like um, early 94, and then he's out. And he, he comes in and immediately starts feeding with Dreamer, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Stevie, okay. will talk, Stevie will start talking about him here soon. Well, I got I, I got 911 on this first show. I mean, don't get all excited about it. Don't jump up and down. Then, let me see here. Yeah, like Aaron said, Shane Douglas puts his foot on Tommy Dreamer's uh, um, chest and starts cutting a promo about Sabu. You can say gut. <laughs> gut. <laughs> and uh <laughs> and he's talking about he's talking about Sabu, obviously, uh the show coming up. He takes some shots at Ric Flair and uh he, he mentions Bret Hart, but he doesn't take any shots at Bret Hart. Oh, how can you? I mean, I don't know. What are you gonna do? He calls what are you Rick, say? Of course he said he makes allude, he he alludes to the fact that Sherry's calling him behind Ric Flair's back because Ric Flair's old and blah blah blah. And uh, I was just looking it up. That's why I, I, sorry, I paused for a minute there. Um, Raven's first appearance will be January 10th, 1995. So we're about six months away from Raven. Uh, How old was Raven then? At that point? I I bet he was in his 40s. (laughs) No, I bet you he was. (laughs) Well, shit, he'd been wrestling since what? 80, 88 or so? Let me see. He was born in... He was born in 64, and this is 94, so you're right. He's 40. Or no, 30. I'm telling you. He's 30. He's 30. Not 40. He's 30. No, he's 40. (laughs) He told me he was 41 one time. And I don't don't know. Is that in in his years? (laughs) Raven has his own years like dogs and cats. You know, I'm I'm 41 in my years. (laughs) Like what do you mean? Like I thought I thought you were only like a couple years older than me. Maybe he just meant he felt forty one. No, he told me he was he told me he was in his forties in the like the early nineties. Why don't I watch an interview with him once and he said that when he talked to Paulie on the phone about when he was supposed to come in, he was all fucked up and then he hung up the phone and couldn't remember when Paul told him he was supposed to be there. 
<laughs> so he just showed up the next week, and Paulie was like, "What are you doing here? You aren't supposed to start for two weeks." And Ray was like, "Yeah, two weeks. That's right. I just wanted to come in and meet everybody. Like that's when I'm supposed to start." Good Lord, Scotty! <laughs> I, I don't even know what to tell you. <laughs> I, there's, there, I, we don't even have enough fucking, you know, shit for stories with Scotty. So overall, gentlemen, what did we feel about this episode of ECW? I thought, uh, I was, I, I don't know, it was, it wasn't great. Let's put it that way. Well, I'm waiting for Aaron because you know what I'm going to say. I thought it dragged. I mean, it doesn't really do anything. Nothing really advanced. They're trying to. That's the thing. Do you see what I'm saying, though? It feels like they're trying to do something, but nothing's happening. Yeah. No momentum. Mm-hmm. There's nothing behind it. Like, all the angles. I mean, there's no, like, I don't know. There's The people aren't going banana. You know, like this heat wave pay per view, uh, this pay per view, this heat wave show needs hopefully to be the blow off of a lot of this shit that's going on because a lot of these feuds are starting to get kind of like Taz and the Pitbull is worn out, fucking Sandman and um, Cairo. Uh, Cairo's worn out. <laughs> no, he's not. It's just, it, it just needs some of this shit just needs to, to move on and start wrestling other people. Or nobody at all. Yeah. <laughs> Shit or get off the pot. <laughs> you know, it's the rock and rebel routine. You, you've been rock and rebel. <laughs> it's like, is that like getting Rick rolled? You're rock and rebel. <laughs> well, is he there anymore? God knows. Every time I say he's not, he shows the fuck back up again. So I'm not going to say it anymore. Yes, he's still there. <laughs> he hasn't been. No. Rebel's done. It's, I'm telling you, he's done. Well, I hope so. I know Aaron. He's, will not, be done. he's not done. He's not done. He's done. He's got to be wave. done. He's a heat wave. Oh, good lord! We're gonna get to see the Rock and Rebel team with Hack Myers and face the Bad Breed. Oh, good night. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sure. <laughs> okay. Is that next show we're watching? That'll be two shows because we'll watch next week's ECW, and then after that, we'll be Heat Wave. So in two weeks, I gotta watch Rock and Rebel team <laughs> up with Hack Myers yes. against the Bad Breed. I guess the Bad Breed. We're still there. <laughs> They're there till they have their Taipei death match or whatever, aren't they? That nobody's ever seen. <laughs> I was there and I never seen it. I don't. I, I don't think it happened. I think <laughs> yeah. it is. I, I literally think they went out there and just put their hands. I've seen pictures of it. What, was it in the Japanese magazines where they put their hands in the glass and stuff and they yeah. had pictures of them all, all juiced up? I don't think they had a match. Just, just a photo shoot? Yeah, that that's exactly what I think it was. Ian was excited because he thought it was a tapioca death match. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, well, I'm not going to argue with that one. There's a taquito death match. I'm down for a taquito <laughs> death match. He was going to have one of them battle rolls where you're bringing a different flavor. Every two minutes, <laughs> he's in a ring and it's tapioca, and I don't know how many flavors they have, Aaron, but but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like every two minutes, a new flavor comes in the ring for Ian. <laughs> Banana cream. That's, that's all that he can afford. Can't afford talent, but he can afford tapioca. <laughs> all right, folks. On that note, unless these two gents have anything else, we are going to sign off for this week. On Reliving the Extreme. <laughs> Aaron, Chad, thank you for joining me. You're welcome. Aaron. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> thank, thank you for li- reliving the extreme. 
Reliving the Extreme is a production of Maxin Out Media, all rights reserved.